P-A-S-C-A-L We're now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters catching feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause St. Louis is ready So get about it, goodbye Hold up, we just saying hi Five, somebody rise up Weekdays, catch us live Somebody, let's go Good morning, everybody And welcome to the Pascal Show Yes Yes Happy Monday, y'all. I hope you guys are having a marvelous, wonderful, productive, fantastic Monday. It is Monday time. Monday. It's time to get up and kick this week in the butt. All right. And like I always say, every day is another opportunity to turn everything all the way around. And why not start today? It's a perfect time to start something fresh and new it's monday y'all anyway uh you know we've been out or we were not on uh thursday or i was not on thursday night and we didn't have a show on friday or anything on this weekend uh i gotta be honest i went out of town had a little bit of a break i needed that break for myself um and it was wonderful it was everything i expected it to be it was nice to just be on a lake out in the open air with some friends and just hang out, you know, nothing crazy, nothing psychotic, no one with nuts. I did not look down at my phone to look up anything in the news. It was nice to just have a break. And uh, so I hope you guys had a wonderful couple days off. I hope you guys missed us. I hope you guys did. You better have missed us because if you didn't, then we're going to have problems straight up. Then we, then we need to sit down and talk about this relationship. But anyway, I got my brothers in the house. Tommy Boy, Jackie Buck, what's a guan? Hello, hello. Hey. Monday. How was your weekends? What's uh, up? It's Monday. Yeah, you know, uh, good weekend. Just really, really hot. Tried to do some yard work. It was just so freaking hot. Uh, and so that kind of <laughs> limited my outside activity. Makes sense. Uh, definitely felt a little overheated after being out mowing the lawn. Uh, so, you know, spent hours inside just cooking meat. So that was my, that was my weekend. I just, you know, <laughs> cooking up steak, cooking up chicken. Uh, Sounds nice. But not, not outside on the grill. Just everything on the stove top this time. It's all good. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you just got to be indoors and grill indoors. So that's good. I'm glad you, you were able to still do that. It's still get that grill feel you know yeah. what i'm saying even though you were inside you still got to sort of barbecue right yeah you had to pack you know. some protein in you know hell yeah hell yeah tommy boy <laughs> what's a guam brah let's talk hey, about how's it. how's it going what's up man speak on it oh yeah uh, you know had a had a weekend another coronavirus shut-in weekend it's kind of kind of a blah weekend yeah you know yeah yeah it, it, you know, I what? tried to get Tom to drink with me by sending him photos of every time I was drinking a beer, but he said he was uh, out, of, out of alcohol at the home. So Yeah, that's right. Trying to lose some weight, not really drinking these days. Right so. on. You know you can, yeah. you can drink um, not beer. Just saying. Yeah. Like just going straight. Yeah. No, straight I did for plenty the, of that. Straight hard liquor. You know what I'm saying? And then that stuff won't go straight to, the, to, the, to those thighs. There goes my thighs. You know what I mean? So just a thought. Just saying. I, I mean, I don't advocate. I do not advocate doing that. I'm like, just sticking you know, to good old water for th- right now. Nothing wrong with water. Nothing wrong yeah. with water. You know, uh, what is that? 
Oh, this? This whole thing? What the hell is that? Oh, you know, just, uh, I was showing some photos this morning. My, my daughter asked me about where we got married, and uh, I saw this photo. I, oh, I said, oh, I send that to myself so I can make that my background. Uh, that, is, <laughs> I, that is Pascal by the way, at my wedding. By the way, let me, let me just say this. I don't have any photos from that wedding at all. None. None. Zero. Zilch. Nada. zippity doo None. You guys didn't share anything. But that's, that's no, some real stuff right they're there. They're out there. They're out there in the ether somewhere, man. Man, you need to, sh you need to send some of that ish to me, yeah, man. Because yeah. I've never seen that photo in my entire existence. I swear to God. So that, uh, let's see that. Look at that. Lean over just yeah, one more that, time. Let me guy. see. Look at that guy. Look at that guy. Uh, it's, yeah. Nicole was not completely jacked up yet. Yeah. That's my guitar's <laughs> name. Her name's oh. Nicole. Her name's Nicole. I thought you were talking about your hair. No, your that, hair. that's gone. <laughs> that's completely gone now. No, I've embraced that, and that's fine. But at the same time, uh, that was when, that's, that's the, the uh, before she got all banged up, uh, ah. Nicole. Yeah, that's my baby right ah. there. My baby. Wait, Aww. wait, you named your guitar after your mom? Yeah. <clears throat> I really did. Actually, you, you a lot? Uh, say again, what? People, is, is that an often uh, a naming strategy for people's guitars? Uh, people name their, yeah, it's a, a thing. People name their guitars yeah. all the time. You know, mm. like uh, Eric Clapton's named all of his guitars. Uh, John Mayer, uh, Jimi Hendrix, all of them named their guitars. Uh, and, this, great trivia and honestly, just so you know, the reason why I named it after my mom was because she's the one who gave it to me as a gift. Oh, awesome. That was a gift where she was like, hey, here. And I'm like, oh, well, of course the most wonderful person in the world, and this makes the most beautiful music, let me name it after the person that got it for me. So I named it Nicole. Go. There you go. Yeah, that's nice. I like it. Yeah, you're welcome. I like it. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. You know, my mother's an angel. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Anyway, uh, definitely, everybody, comment down below. Let us know how your weekends were. I hope it was filled with a lot of good times and a lot of smiles. And hopefully some barbecue or something, some grill in there, something, you know what I'm saying? So comment down below and let us know how y'all doing, all right? We got to go into, we got to jump into a little bit of the top news stories and everything. I know that right now, this is kind of like just, you know, a loose conversation, but this coronavirus thing is no joke. It is really spreading. It's getting out there like crazy. Um, now, there has been a... Apparently in St. Louis, I don't know if this is going on in other states and maybe I could throw this out to the fellas and they might know a little bit more, but there are going to be some now some new restrictions added to living in St. Louis for right now, um, all because of the coronavirus has cases have spiked. I think we went from what, three million to four million. It almost seems like in a blink of an eye. Um, and it's getting crazy out there. And now St. Louis is now adding some restrictions. And I'm wondering, and this goes out to everybody out there. So I pass this question off to you guys. Are you guys hearing or seeing anything in regards to your own cities? Are they starting to implement some sort of restrictions? You know, almost like they're backpedaling back to where we were uh, three months ago, if you will. Uh, so, Tom, Jack, do we have any more information in regards to like, the new restrictions here in St. Louis. Uh, so executive page, uh, he announced new restrictions as COVID-19 cases surge in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you guys heard last week, uh, 
I can't remember that lady's name, but somebody called in. They're having like um, calling individual cities that were seeing big spikes. Yeah. Uh, St. Louis was on that list, and there was like a private conversation saying, "Hey, you guys need to get your coronavirus cases under control." Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we saw a 318 percent increase in reported ca- cases compared to a month ago. Uh, we reported 523 cases on Sunday, uh, the highest single increase of cases since the beginning of the outbreak. Uh, the county broke its record four times this past week at an accumulated total of 2,220 cases from Damn. July 20th to July 26th. That's a, almost a 90% increase from the week before. Uh, Damn. And so right now, currently, we're sitting a little bit over 11,000 cases, um, and which is 41% uh, of the county's total uh, is just in St. Louis. So, uh, But the new restrictions that are going in, uh, let's see here... Yeah, lots of numbers. Um, yeah, he said, I wish I had better news to, to deliver today, but we're continuing to see some concerning increases in the number of people not only diagnosed with COVID-19, but sick enough to be admitted to our hospital, said Dr. Alex Garza. Uh, the White House recently included St. Louis on a list of coronavirus hotspots. And uh, I got a video here I could send because they don't actually have like the all the, the individual things that are, are laying down. I can send you that. Maybe we can play that in just a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, send it over. Um Tom, do you have any added things? No, to I, add I don't on see any like specifics on what is, is exactly the new what the restrictions are. I think there's it's just nuts. he's just saying there are going to be new restrictions. So yeah, I love how they say, uh, yeah, you know, we've hit our record high. We keep on breaking our records every single day. There will be new re- restrictions uh, implemented soon. Yeah, and uh. and they are because here's the thing. You know, for me, you know, and you know, and obviously I want to be selfish. So let me be selfish for two seconds, okay? Now I know there's a lot of people that are going to be like, Meh, but it's okay, it's okay. My only thing, my thing is this, okay? Man, I just started going back to the gym. You know what I'm saying? I just started going back to just like having some sort of normalcy, and now this ish is happening. I'm upset. I'm not gonna lie. Like I said, I'm not trying to be selfish here. I'm not. I'm sounding selfish as hell right now. But I feel like everybody else can feel me on this. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. damn going to a bar. You know what I'm saying? Damn it all. I don't care. I don't care. Let it be. You know what I'm saying? I could drink, from, drink at home if I, if I was a drinker. You know what I'm saying? So I don't need that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand that ple- people need to get out and be sociable and you know be around friends and stuff and that's just who we are innately as humans but at the same time me it's like for me my own sanity is being able to go to the gym you know being able to get my fitness on and being outside in the public it sucks not being able to do that and for for the fact that there's a possibility that they're going to retract it sucks man that really sucks. It's upsetting. Well, you know? You know? I mean, it's all good. I understand we got to do what we got to do. You know what I'm saying? We, we got to do what we got to do to survive. But at the same time, it's like, damn. I was just getting back into it. You know what I'm saying? Just hitting that stride. You feel me? That's all. Yeah. Uh, it looks just like a selfish 10:30, moment. 10.30 is when they're going to announce the new, what the new updated restrictions are. Okay, so, so we're going to have to have at least... Okay, so we're going to have to have at least... A, a an ear on that just so we can hear it and have it live at least so we could talk about it or something like that because I know that's a lot of people 
in our town. And I, I have a feeling a lot of people that listen to us everywhere else might be like, all right, this is what is going to be implemented some, uh, in, in our city, possibly. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the other thing that I find really, really crazy is that there is no, um, why St. Louis? Like, why is St. Louis getting blasted so hard? You know, uh, we, were, we were one of the last, when, at, at first, you know what I mean? And now we're one of the first. It's weird. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's really weird. people going to the lake. <laughs> so all those people going to no you know what i think it is it has i don't think it has anything to do with the lake uh i think there's a combination of that sure but um you know because you you never know where you, you're gonna go get it but at the same time i think that the there's a lot of people that are going out to the coasts they're going out to la they're going out to miami they're going to the beaches they're going out to the edges of the country where there's high concentration of these viruses of the virus and they're getting it out there and then they're coming back home. You see, I mean, not every, not, I haven't heard anybody go, we going to New York. I haven't heard anything about New York. I feel like everybody's avoiding that. Like <laughs> the plague. That's funny. I can't, you can, I can literally say that. It's not a figure of a figure of speech anymore. But anyway, I feel like a lot I mean, of people I are going, we going to Miami. Yeah. Once again, I wish it was just a plague. They got a cure for that. <laughs> no kidding but like i was saying i feel like a lot of people are going we're going to miami you know what i mean or we're going to fort lauderdale or they're you see what i'm saying they're going out you know they're going out of the state they're going somewhere completely different where other people are coming in from all corners of the of the country because obviously it's not like we could really go uh travel outside of america right now there's a travel ban on americans right now don't blame them. Um, but now we're doing that, you know? And instead of us going to Paris or Italy or Spain or something like that for, for our summer break, summer vacation, we are going to Miami. We are going to California. We're going down to Louisiana. You know, we're getting to as close to the bodies of water as we can, but we're also going to highly concentrated areas where people are going to be intermingle intermingling and mixing everything up you know what i'm saying um yeah. but yeah you know it's uh it's it's nuts um oh you just answered it tom never mind but yes uh <laughs> tana vane did ask a question i'll put it out there out loud he, uh, uh he said uh does uh good morning tana vane uh but he said uh does st louis have a mask mandate and yes it's been on for the since the top of this month which tom just answered down below but yeah i mean you can't go into any pretty much any public place without a mask on um and yeah i'm gonna, and I also i want to be straight funky with y'all i am not comfortable going like sitting in a restaurant i will go and get something to go but i'm not completely comfortable with sitting in a restaurant still and now even more yeah. now it's like and now that the, all this stuff is being we're, we're almost going backwards now you know there's these new uh restrictions that are going to be implemented in an hour <sighs> it makes you a little bit uh makes you feel a little uncomfortable you know what i'm saying yeah yeah. Oh, we Anywhere just keep... with circulated air. <laughs> Stay away from there. Let's so be out in the open air. But what were you going to say, Tom? Yeah, I mean, well, we just keep blowing past uh, record new cases every day in St. Louis. So, 
Yeah, it's uh, I, I we we need to we need to have some sort of restrictions because yeah, I mean it looks like we're at yeah how many cases a day were we saying now where we at? I mean we just spiked over what was it two thousand last week they said so yeah. like uh, yeah I mean if you go you guys been going to that map at all I kind of stopped going to it because it just kept on increasing mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, but, you know, St. Louis, you know, outside in the West County area, they got some big things. But, you know, you, you also have to think that, like, we have some of the biggest hospitals in the region. And so there are a lot of people that go from, like, the rural areas that probably are coming into St. Louis as well. Uh, so I wonder yeah. if, like, they get tested and they show up and they're here or if it's actually St. Louis, like, residents that are getting this or if it's just people that are being tested here uh, that may not actually live in St. Louis. Uh, I don't know exactly how they, they count for that stuff. Hmm. That's a good question. Something to think yeah. about, for sure. But St. Louis County, 11,210 confirmed with 632 deaths. And according to what I'm seeing here for the St. Louis metropolitan area, it looks like new cases yesterday were at, or I guess this was on Saturday, which is the latest data this site has available. We had 743 new cases on Saturday hmm. for the region. Man. Damn. Yeah. No fun. Mm-mm. Nope. Fun Mm-mm. at all. You know, if, go ahead. What were we going to say? Uh, we, have, we have a fourth of all confirmed cases in the U.S. Uh, and then Missouri has 43,477 confirmed with uh, 1,231 deaths. But St. Louis County has a fourth of that with half of the deaths. Mm. Which is, mm. we're just, that's why we're a hotspot. Yeah. Mm, piece of cake. That makes sense. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> here we are yeah you know all i can say is keep washing your hands keep wearing your masks as much as you can go get tested i feel like it's a, a thing that you got to kind of do uh, once a month it seems like um because you never know now um and of course doesn't matter you're still going into Supermarkets, you're still going to the gas station, you're still going outside, period. And a lot of us have to still work. And a lot of us, unfortunately, don't work from home. So a lot of us are still going out and getting out there in public and running into people. It's unfortunate, but it's, uh, it's something that needs to, I mean, it's something that you need to do, you know, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. And you might have to think about doing it more than just once. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, Let me ask, when you, you went and got know. tested, do you have to pay anything? No. Or is it free? It was the free 99. It was free. <laughs> it was free. I didn't have to pay one single dime. I just had to, I, I'd paid with time because literally that place was packed. Well, you know, the outside. They're not letting anybody inside any place like that if you even have an inkling of having it um so the line waiting in your car i mean just make sure you got a full tank of gas that's all i'm going to say you know because you're going to be sitting in that car for at least at least three four hours just to make mm. sure you you know you know get your test results you know what i mean get your test so yeah you know i just recommend it i just recommend it regardless you know it doesn't hurt to be as safe as you possibly as as safe as you can be you know 
And it just, it sucks. But at the same time, like we have to live life. We have to do what we need to do. But when you do go out, just be smart. You know, when we went, when we went out of town, we made sure every place that we went to was outdoors. Now I know that doesn't solve anything. I know that doesn't, you know, keep you away from anything of that sort, but at the same time, it wasn't like we were in some sort of enclosed area. You know, we made sure we were outside every time uh, because we were all paranoid. <laughs> uh, it was funny. It was like everybody was freaking paranoid. We're all we all had our masks masks on uh, for majority of it. I mean, obviously, if we were d- drinking or something like that, we weren't really doing this the entire time. How are you going to drink if you got a <laughs> if you got a mask on? But um but other than that, I mean, we tried to implement as much as we can. We, we had our disinfectants. We had, you know, we just tried to be as safe as possible. And then every place that we went to had some sort of like, if you walked through a door, any, anything that looked like a door had those sanitized pumps, you know, just right there, you know, disinfectant pumps. So that's, that's exactly, exactly what we did. You know, every time we saw one, it was like, <laughs> okay, we good. Let's go outside. You know, everywhere. Uh, so it was just, you know, it's just trying to be safe and trying to play it smart as much as you can. Because, I mean, it, it, there's nothing you can do. You know, if you if you get it, you get it. But at the same time, uh, if you can take any precautions beforehand, great. You know, and that's what I just recommend. You know, you can't stop believing. No, I'm kidding. You can't stop <laughs> living your damn life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you can't, you can't stop that. You know what I'm saying? Like locking yourself up and just being away from people, it's impossible. So just be safe, you know? And, 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 and I hate this. It, the one thing I hate more than anything in the world is where people will sit there and say, well, we're all going to get it anyway. No, no. We don't <laughs> all have to get it anyway. You feels me? We don't have to. So just be smart. And when you have that kind of mindset in your head, you're going to get it. You're going to get that COVID. You don't want that. You know what I'm saying? I, I think I read this morning where the current rate of infection in the United States, I think they said is one in 79 people have now gotten COVID. Uh, their estimates. Damn. So, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's right. I thought I, I thought I read that's, that somewhere. but That is quite a... Uh... That was quite a statistic. Mm. Well, <laughs> I could be wrong on that. I might be misquoting that. But, but the thing is, is like, you know, maybe we didn't fully, you know, maybe we didn't fully uh, uh, wrap it up, you know, the, as well as we should have in when it first started. But then you, you, we got things, some crazy ish going on out there where people are very upset about having to live the life that they're living right now, that they're not cool with this with, uh, you know, wearing masks or the N95s or wearing, you know, putting on hand sanitizer. They just, it's like this crazy thing. And some people still think that this is fake. Hmm. To even see to me, to this day, I'm still going, what? How? It's very real. But some people just don't believe it. And what is that, Jack? Uh, That's a drink through mask. Oh, there we go. You said you had to take it off in order to drink, but I just looked it up. I guess you don't. 
Freaking A. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. That's good huh. to know. Put a, little, put a little straw through there. Yeah. Pop up in the cap. <laughs> Dope. So for all still you... somewhat protected, I guess. Yes. <sighs> yeah. So you know, after you take your hand and you touch your straw and you stuck it into that hole and then you put your lips around it, you know, you're fine. No kidding. It's for your health conscious alcoholic. That's yes. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, for all you guys who just want to stay happily hydrated, check that thing out. That's going to be uh, that's going to be a money maker right there. Right. I don't think so, but OK. <laughs> It feels like that, that looks like a gag gift to me. Right. It's like something that you see at Spencer's, you know what I mean? Right. Or whatever that place is. Spencer's. Yeah. You know, it's a gag gift. Yep. How's that place even exist? That's a left turn. Never mind. No, Spencer's. <laughs> no, no, no offense to Spencer's, but it's like, how do they still. How? Like, does it like, do they really live off of just boob coffee mugs? And and penis shaped ice cubes, ice cube makers, like how does that place ex- like? Uh, never mind. It, it's just another- I don't know. I used to have a uh, when I was a kid. I used to go to the mall. I had a uh, little business card that I bought from Spencer's Gift that said "Certified Badass" on it. I wish I still had that. <laughs> like little eleven year old me running around with a certified badass card. I was anything but. Still, am anything but. But yeah. <laughs> Wow. Um, I haven't been in Spencer's in forever, though. Yeah. So sorry for that left turn, y'all. You know, but I'm just it was just a random thought. I just don't know how they fund how they're alive. You know what? I bet you some mob boss is, you know, washing their money through one of those places. I swear to God, there's no way that place can live off of just boob coffee mugs and and, and penis shaped ice ice cube makers. This it's just. It just doesn't make any sense. Anyway, um, moving on. Uh, Tanner Vane said, actually, uh, actually, apparently we got the first COVID death yesterday. It's the only one so far. And then he said, uh, if the door has a silver handle or push area, use those. Uh, silver naturally kills bacteria and vi- viruses very cl- quickly. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Did you guys know this? I did I not know I that. Copper could help. Yeah, that's what I, I've always heard. Copper. I don't know about it. Yeah. That's interesting. That is very interesting. Well, all we can do is just, uh, you know, fingers crossed and hope we can uh, get through this the right way and so that no one gets sick. No one. And I'm sorry to hear that uh, you, you guys got your first death. Um, I forgot where he's at. I forgot where you're at, Tanner Vane. You, you got to let me know where you're, where you're at again. Um, but that's that's not great news. That's terrible, you know. So I'm sorry to hear that for sure. Mm. Uh, but anyway, moving on towards to uh, another left turn. Uh, from my understanding, there was a UFO sighting in Long Beach. So Jack's got the story. Jackie, speak on it. So yeah, there's uh, some cell phone uh, footage yeah. out in Long Beach that shows what looks like a UFO in the air that's, like, doing some erratic movements uh, and, and going very fast. And then, uh, it, you know, they catch it, and it flies by uh, at, like, super speed. Yeah. And then there's F-18s that are not far behind. Uh, wow, and okay. so, I'm gonna yeah, try. Uh, so, I think you got the video yeah, there that so I gonna... sent over. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to pull this up, but i got to turn you down, so I just wanted you to tell the story. Hold yeah. on. 
Hold up. Hold up, Jack. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Okay, brother. What were you saying now? So there's uh, also, in the last few days, the Pentagon has released additional information about their UFO program, uh, stating that they um, have vehicles not made of this earth. Um, what? And are releasing, because they had to release those additional things. Remember last, I think yeah. it was last year, and it'd be right at the end of last year that we uh, watched those videos that were shown from the uh, from a fighter pilot's like uh, cockpit area, mm-hmm. like a gunner a gunner uh, video that mm-hmm. showed you know a couple different things that were hovering around the, the things and they were making erratic movements and they said there's a fleet of them. Yeah. Um, and we so were, yeah, we showed it actually. We showed it on the show like mm, uh-huh. like a month month and a half ago, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I think we also talked about the end of, end of last year too, and then it came back up again. Uh, yeah, uh, that was the, it was something about like there was some sightings uh, that mm-hmm. uh, some. Some band guy from Blink-182 or something like that was, like, trying to expose this information. The the Navy uh, was uh, releasing this information because they had seen, saying that, yes, they've seen UFOs and all that. And, and, and then, yeah, then later on we saw, you know, like, you know, flash fast forward to a month and a half ago, just about. We were, you know, in the Alex Jones era. We we found that footage or we saw that footage live on the show, which was crazy. But go ahead, finish the finish the story so I get to show this. Yeah, uh, but footage. they, you know, it's one of those things that they just keep on coming out with more stuff, talking about how, you know, oh yeah, maybe we do have that stuff. Yeah, yeah, those those possibly were UFOs. And everyone, because there's so much other news going on, everyone's just kind of like, yeah, don't you remember they talked about UFOs? Oh wait, now we got coronavirus. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. Were we talking about UFOs? And they just tell us that aliens are real and no one's talking about it. Right? Like, Isn't it crazy? They sit there and they uh, go, "Hey, yeah, oh uh, yeah, we got, we got this." And then it's like four million have died worldwide. It's like, what the heck? You know, yeah. coronavirus. Hey, just look at Corona. We'll, we'll be over here in the back with the UFOs and stuff like that. Fly to the navigator type stuff. Deep cut. Anyway, I got the video. <laughs> Let's pull this up okay. really quick. You know, one of my favorite movies of all time as a kid was Flight of the Navigator, just so you know. Anyway. It's a great movie. Isn't it a great freaking movie? I wanted so badly to find, to stumble upon a silver bullet looking UFO spaceship that I could just fly around in eating eating um, Snickers bars with my alien little buddy. You know what I'm saying? Like my miniature buddy. You know what I'm saying? That was some fun. That was a fun ass movie. Pee Wee Herman is the voice of the ship and a young Sarah Jessica Parker. There you go. Great movie. Fantastic. Okay. We got the video. Here we go. What? Wait, that thing was fast. What? You better, you better slow that. That looked like it could have been like a bee flying by. You feel me? Hold up. Come on. See, like, what? That is, that was hella fast. What? Whoa. Okay. 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 That is wild. But to me, it looked like it was like a a bee flew by the camera. You know what I'm saying? Like, it looked like an insect to me. And then they just stopped it and said, oh, there it is. You know? 
Doesn't it, doesn't it seem a little, doesn't it look a little weird? Yeah, it does to me a little bit. Thank yeah. you. It kind of looks like a lot of other UFO footage where it's like, eh, it could be, that could, that could be, be anything. anything. <laughs> yeah. You know? But maybe that's the design the aliens go with. It's like, yeah, if we make it look like a bee, then no one will know we're here. <laughs> right. That looks it weird. looks like a bee on camera, then we're good. Yeah. So uh, Mark Rubio, Senator Mark Rubio, uh, he believes the truth is out there. He wants to make it public. Um, he goes, we don't know what it is, and it isn't ours. Uh, and it's an unidentified aerial phenomenon, and it's something that he believes is a threat to national security. Um, and, you know, contrary to the claims that the Pentagon disbanded a once-covert program to investigate UFOs, uh, it has revealed that there is an ongoing effort, and it's alive and well hmm. uh, within the Office of Naval Intelligence. Uh, and so there is a July committee report outlining spending on the nation's intelligence agencies, and I guess that's where they found advanced right. aerial threats detailed by the Naval Intelligence Task Force to collect what it deems unidentified aerial phenomenon. Hmm. Um, yeah. Hmm. They, they, look, they look specifically for adversarial foreign governments to make sure that it's not something that's coming from a foreign government to a threat to the U.S. military assets and installations. Uh, but and Rubio says, I would say that, frankly, if it's something from outside of this planet, that might actually be better than the fact that we've, we've seen some techno technological leaps on behalf of the Chinese or Russians or some other adversary that allows them to conduct this sort of activity. Would you rather be aliens or do you rather be Russians? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. The bottom line is there are things flying over United States military bases and you don't know what they are because yep. they're not yours. And they exhibit potentially technologies that you don't have at your own disposal. So to me, that is a national security risk and one that we should be looking into. Maybe there's a completely boring explanation for it, but we need to find out. Obviously, twenty twenty. Uh, you know what? Honestly, <laughs> I'd rather it be Russians than uh, than aliens, just to be straight funky. Uh, you know, it would be. I mean, here it is. On a cool level, yeah, it'd be dope to be like, oh damn, okay, that's that's an alien. Real talk. Oh my god. But then, what if they're here to try to hurt and kill, and we don't know how to kill them, and their technology is even oh, yeah. more well, well, well more advanced than ours. What the heck are we going to do? You see what I'm saying? So on some real stuff, I'd rather them be human than some extraterrestrial stuff. You know, I mean, I've already seen Independence Day. I don't need to live it. You feel me? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I mean, unless yeah. we can do like E.T. up but, in this know, piece, like where we here. all where we all can like get along and everything. Shoot. Come on with it. Then. yay, Come on, man. But nah, then nah, I. I mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'd rather that be human and then we could just figure it out so we can do the same thing, you know, and get cool, fast flying planes like that or something. I don't know. That's that's some creepy stuff to think about. What were you going to say, Jack? Uh, I heard this coronavirus. It was made to kill these illegal aliens. <laughs> Wouldn't that be no, funny? I hope, Wouldn't they, that be I hope funny? they come and they have a cure. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if that was... The thing that was to, uh, like, if the aliens, let's just say, if that was real, if those are real aliens, right, and they came in, extraterrestrials, all right, came in, 
And the only thing that could kill him was the coronavirus. That would make me laugh so hard. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be like, yes, somebody cough on him. You know what I mean? It'd be hilarious. Now, now we just got to wait two weeks <laughs> for yeah. it to die. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That'd be hilarious. Um, uh, Mr. Super said something that I thought uh, I, I liked uh, that I liked really quick. Uh, he said UFOs, UFOs are real. That doesn't mean they're aliens. And that's absolutely uh, true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it could that could literally be one hell of an evil Knievel type guy that just is that said, hey, I, I'm willing to I'm willing to give this this uh, this flying object a, a, a spin. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's how we got planes in the air. Somebody crazy enough had to get behind it and fly a damn thing, throw, hurl themselves into the air and hope it stays up there. So, I mean, shoot, there's somebody crazy enough to do that kind of stuff. Um, and that could be just somebody giving a new, you know, a, a new plane or a new version of a something, a test drive. You never know. Yep. Or it could really right. well be an extraterrestrial just flying by, just taking a look at how messed up our <laughs> world is right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> you never know. Just being like, whoa, let me see this. We got to pull over and see this this circus real quick. Whoa. You know what I mean? Look, they're not even wearing masks. Yeah, they're not wearing masks. <laughs> what? Like we can see the distress signal from a, you know. As it's the funny, world- my- they're my checking out was, their, uh, their, their real version of As the World Turns, literally. <laughs> You're welcome. Moving on. What are you going to say, Tom? Yeah, my aunt was uh, really good friends with uh, Edgar Mitchell, who was one of the 12 men to ever walk on the moon. Uh, and, and He died a few years back, but he swore up and down, he was very open about it, that he had been told that aliens were real, that we'd recovered alien crash, you know, alien technology. And, you know, he swore that Roswell was real. I mean, he believed a lot of other you know, kind of outlandish stuff, too. He believed that humans were capable of telepathy, and I think he believed Whoa. that, like, a, yeah, he, he believed that, like, a young boy in Canada cured his, I think, prostate cancer with telepathy from, like, Nova Scotia. But, uh, now he swore up and down. There are plenty of radio, radio interviews you can hear with Edgar Mitchell where he talks about, yeah, people have told me that aliens are real, like people in the government, Department of Defense, uh, Air Force, all that kind of stuff. Not so, surprised. Yeah. Real talk, not yeah. surprised. Like here it is. Like here it is. I'm not surprised. Also, you gotta think about it. <sighs> okay, I am gonna sound a little crazy. I don't care. <laughs> twenty twenty, <laughs> y'all. You know what I mean? Let's get crazy. Anyway, um here it is. I, I do believe that t- there is a, a, a way that our our the humans could progress or you know we only used allegedly 10 percent allegedly 10 percent of our brain what if we were able to open up the other 90 percent of our brain maybe telepathy is real maybe telepathy is something that we could do you see what i'm saying like there's a lot of things that we don't know even about ourselves that maybe if we were able to evolve we could evolve into something stronger better whatever i mean and then also you got to remember there's all these stories and all these books and you know i'm not saying comic books are real i'm not saying that but somebody had to come up with the idea of telepathy in the first place what if it was something that was actually real at one point they actually saw somebody lifting something with their own with their own mind or reading somebody's mind i don't know you just got to look at like how things 
really how things really work on this planet and why there are things like these stories and these ideas. They might be sci-fi, but what if they were real at some point? Way beyond our years. You know what I'm saying? Way beyond generations and generations ago. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I know that sounds a little crazy, but I'm just saying, like, I don't automatically go, ah, you know, telepathy is such a wild harebrained idea i think it could be actually be possible you know now, i don't i don't think it would be i don't think it would exist those ideas that would exist if it wasn't at least put on this planet in some shape or form if you're interested uh edgar mitchell he started up a thing i think it's called the institute of noetic sciences that was to look at uh Human potential, and I think uh, I think it was mainly to look at human potential, possibility of telepathy. I'm not sure if the belief in extraterrestrial was wrapped up in that as well, but uh, he had a lot of he had a lot of out there beliefs. But he he was one of the twelve men that ever walked on the moon, so yeah, he might have some knowledge that you and I may not have. Bang bang boom! I totally I totally think so too. You know, he's got classified information that you know classified information that no one else has seen same thing trump has a lot of information he has a lot of information at his fingertips i'm sure he knows it all by now you wouldn't know it you know yeah yeah it might be still sitting on his desk just collecting dust but still he might know the like broad strokes of things you know what i'm saying he might know some information that we don't know oh we know exactly where hoffa's body is we know exactly who assassinated uh jfk you know, so on and so forth. You know, like I said, classified information is might be classified, but somebody know that information. Somebody knows all that classified information. And what's funny is that, you know, you say, uh, uh, what's his name? I'm sorry. What was his name again? Uh, Edgar Mitchell. Edgar Mitchell, right? Edgar Mitchell is going to sit there and tell somebody, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I've been told that aliens are, do exist and blah, blah, blah. Why wouldn't you believe him? Like any other person. Why wouldn't you? Why not? He went to the freaking moon. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He's got some classified information, man. So if he starts talking, I'm listening. I'm like, everyone shut the hell up. What did you say? You know what I'm saying? Telepathy? Uh, he's, he's, he's got books out there, plenty of radio interviews. There's, there's no shortage of Edgar Mitchell information out there if you want to go down that route. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about mythology. And for every nation to have some kind of a mythology relation to where things are pretty much said the same way, mm -hmm. like, and there's comparable gods and goddesses across the, the entire world as their own version of it. It's like, where, so everyone just had the same ideas, Thank came you. Up with these same stories out of nowhere. Thank you. Like, it's, um, I don't know, it's a stretch. Seems, they, uh, you know, seems, I think that there's truth in, in a lot of stuff that we hear. And I think that Marvel is made to get us used to the fact that, <laughs> you know, these things exist. I'm telling so. you. Have you seen Unbreakable? That's all I'm going to say. Check it out. Terrible ending, but good movie. There's some interesting stuff in that movie. You know, you got Mr. Glass going around searching for his equal but his opposite you know because he's got brittle bones and he's he's got this uh degenerative uh, disease that makes his bones really brittle so like even if somebody pats him on the back he could it could shatter his entire back type thing 
but he's incredibly intelligent. Then you got the other guy on the other side of the spectrum. He's like, there's got to be another. There's got to be someone exactly like me, but on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. And he finds that guy. Like, I know that sounds weird, but those things are, I mean, you can't tell me all this stuff is like totally fake. You know what I'm saying? It's coming from somewhere, you know, some truths to this, you know, like you, you look at hieroglyphics, you look at all those things where they're pointing at the stars, you know, mm-hmm. like, and that's hieroglyphics. I mean, so there's things that were there, you know, that were, may have been on this planet where we were all getting along, you know, and then coronavirus happened and then, or a plague like coronavirus happened. The aliens asked everyone to wear a mask, got everybody very upset. They said, hell no, we don't want to wear a mask. And then they fought and, and, and got the, uh, and got the aliens off the, off the, off the planet. And then we were screwed. You know what I mean? To fend off for ourselves. Just saying. Sorry. Yeah. There's this guy. Uh, Think about Luis, it. There was this guy, uh, Luis Elizondo, who once w- led the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. Uh, and he himself believes unidentified objects have indeed crashed here. And he says the program no longer has to hide in the shadows. It will have new transparency. Mm. Hmm. So, yeah. Crazy stuff, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. <clears throat> Anyway, you, you, you want a you want a tinfoil hat? <laughs> no, I'm good on all that. I'm good on all that. Ah. It won't work anyway. So what's the point? Ah, and tried it. Doesn't work. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I'm totally playing. Anyway, it's time for shameless plug time. All right, Jackie Buck, speak on it. Where can they Going find off this to new drip? Teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash the dash Pascal dash show. And get yourself a shirt or some apparel, so maybe some mugs, something. Get you some uh, Use uh, Pascal, uh, all caps, and get 10% off. Or you can use Grounds, as in coffee grounds, and get yourself a mug with some free shipping. Hmm. Sounds, mm-hmm. sounds sexy as hell. Doesn't that sound sexy? Doesn't that sound sexy, Tom? Hmm? Yeah, it sure does. It sure does. Show <laughs> is sexy. Yeah, so we got this thing going on. Uh, if you type in Pascal, that's my name. And if you don't know how to spell it, I don't know how you got here. Um, but put that all in caps. Get you 10% off anything you buy on teespring.com on our page. And, of course, if you type in grounds, you get free shipping on any coffee mug right now. Go to teespring.com forward slash the – wait, no. Store? I forgot. Go forward slash stores. Four slash, slash the dash Pascal dash show. There you go. He, oh. he said what he said. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal show. Bye. Hey, welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and being part of the show. If this is your first time checking out this show, please be sure to crush that subscribe button on our YouTube channel. That would really, really mean a lot. And if you're enjoying our conversation and all that, please hit that like button down below. That would really mean a lot. We got to get back into these things. We got some more headline news going on. We got something that's just that just broke within the last hour. Jackie, speak on it. So we got uh, Robert C. O'Brien, which is President Trump's national security advisor. He has tested positive for coronavirus. Right. Uh, White, White House broke that news this morning. 
Uh, O'Brien is the highest-ranking Trump administration official known to have tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, right now, they're saying that he has mild symptoms and has been self-isolating and working from a secure location off-site and that there's no risk of exposure to the president or the vice president. Uh, the work of the National Security Council continues uninterrupted. Uh, and it's not immediately clear how recently the two had been in close proximity, uh, but they did appear publicly together on July 10th at the U.S. Southern Command in Miami. Uh, so that's about two weeks ago, right? So now if he's just testing positive for it, and that seems right in line with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I, I feel like Trump already had it. Uh, I don't think that he was taking hydrochloroquine as a like a preventative. I feel like he had it early on and that he just is like asymptomatic or had mild symptoms and I but would never admit that he he'll never admit that he'll get COVID-19, right? Hmm. Like that's like a a full on like def, like saying that he is vulnerable and Trump doesn't do that. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, but why else would you take a a, a drug it's not a preventative. Hydrochloroquine is supposed to help uh, limit the length of how long you have COVID-19 if it were to work, which there's contradictory studies that came out and people got retracted and then came back out again and then retracted again. So, you know, but I feel like Trump's already had it. And I feel like, you know, and how could they not? They're going around shaking hands, talking to people, close proximity, uh, large groups, going to all these rallies. His Secret Service members at the different rallies have had it. Like there's, I don't think that they've avoided it. Hmm. I just think that they have really good doctors that are taking care of them, and but he would never show show a vulnerable side to himself. No, I mean he's you know unfortunately well, no 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 Trump no Trump bashing today for me, Um, but you can't blame him. He is the president, so he's probably doing as much as he can to have his best foot forward out there, being as trying to come off like he's impenetrable you know so because not only does that show something for the country but that also shows to other countries that he is not invincible that uh he was hit by this by this virus you see what i'm saying so as Mm -hmm. much as he can come off like he's you know like he's superman the better in a way you know I mean, you know, it's just and obviously even right now, I mean, I don't mean to do a left turn right now, uh, but a quick left turn. You know, there's a lot of tension going on with China right now, even more. Uh, You know, they just shut down the headquarters, uh, their their Chinese headquarters here in America. Actually, the U.S. is shutting that down. So there's quite a lot of tension going on between America and China right now as we speak. So then you got that. Then if he goes and says, oh, I got the Rona, everybody and their mom is going to, you know, every person that's been an enemy of America or does not like Trump at all is going to see this as an opportunity to swoop in and try to do something. That's at least what the way I look at it, you know, regardless if he's the best or worst president or in between president we've ever had. The last thing you want to have is your president get sick or show that he's sick. So I right. guarantee you, if he ever does get sick or if he is sick, we will never really fully know that. There'll be speculation, but we'll never know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He will never let that out. Ever oh, no. until after maybe till after his presidency after his term you know then maybe that information will come out like yeah I was sick during that time but I don't think so you're saying in four more years <laughs> oh god 
said I wasn't Trump bashing today. So I'm not going there. I'm not going there, Tom. I mean, Jack. Sorry. I'm using using Tom saying this stuff. I ain't going there, Jack. Damn it. (laughs) Anyway, um, but yes, uh, this is some uh, interesting news. I mean, it feels like everything, every person that circles or, or is around Trump it just seems like it's this, you know, it's like the uh, this dark cloud is just getting closer and closer and closer. You know what I'm saying? It's just slowly creeping towards him. So, well, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens in two weeks. Yeah. Mm. That's all I can say, pretty much. Here we are, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He had a tweet 19 hours ago because of my strong focus on the China virus including scheduled meetings on vaccines, our economy, and much else, I won't be able to be in New York to throw an opening pitch for the Yankees on August 15th. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> we'll make it later in the season. <laughs> so there it is. Um, so that was something, uh, yeah, that's something that's very interesting. So he's not doing the first pitch at the at Yankee Stadium, and uh, Tom's got that story. What's up with that? Yeah, yeah, he was, uh, Trump was lined up to throw out the uh, first pitch at the Yankees game. Uh, but next month, but it sounds like he's not going to do that. He says he, uh, will do it later in the season. Uh, he says he's, uh, blame the turn of events on a strong vo- focus on the coronavirus vaccines and the economy. But there's a lot of speculation that he didn't want to go there since, uh, some players are still kneeling during the national anthem that he didn't want to be a part of that. So I think there are two players. I think all the players on the team took a knee before the national anthem. And I believe uh, Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Hicks have taken knees during the national anthem. So there's speculation that he didn't want to be, you know, he didn't want his photo op ruined by uh, players taking a knee while he was out there. He won't have to worry about getting, you know, booed or heckled or anything like that since there, there will be nobody in the stands. Right. But, you know, I don't know. It, it depends on what you believe. I mean, he was just out playing golf with uh, Brett Favre over the weekend. So, I mean, clearly he's not devoting all of his time to, you know, vaccines and COVID and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it, it depends on what you believe. But it, it sounds like he's not going to be throwing out the first pitch, you know, but it, anytime soon. But it, he may do it later on. Right. Mm, okay. Yeah, I was going to say that. I don't think it's from... It 100% is not due to him focusing on all this other stuff. When, it, when it's like hours before he spent, how long does it take to go play golf? And how long does it take to go and throw out a first pitch? Like, I guess you don't have to stay for the game, right? Uh, but the <laughs> it's pretty interesting to see. I mean, um, he's uh, said before, but last week he said that he, you know, uh, thinks it's a disgrace if there's going to be people uh, kneeling uh, during the during the baseball games, and so you know, and then all of a sudden, everyone's kneeling during the baseball, <laughs> so, <laughs> and wearing Black Lives Matter shirts right, on yeah. the field too. So uh, everything that he uh, doesn't go for. Yep. But good, good. If he's focused on the vaccines, that's what I really hope that's happening. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's 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 worry about the vaccines then if he's going to worry about the vaccines i want to see him do it you know what i'm saying that's all do it do it we're right now in a place where we need the vaccines a lot sooner than we expected why oh god i am not trump bashing today 
<laughs> hey, one thing is good that he did. He's actually has gone to battle with all the uh, prescription drug pricings, um, and he's going to help reduce prices by by more than fifty percent uh, with some big pharma changes that are going into effect. Uh, I heard right now that what Pfizer, the U.S. government, paid for a hundred million doses of the vaccine once it's ready to go. I think that the price point for people will be nineteen ninety nine. Mm. So at twenty bucks a pop, uh, you know everybody should be able to afford that for the vaccine. Vaccine. Yeah. Now, now you know what? Look, let me let me ask you. Let me ask you guys. I'm going to throw this question out to everybody because this is a conversation that I was hoping that we were going to cover anyway, or this topic. Now, uh, Bill Gates was on. Um, see, uh, like some news show on CBS. He was getting interviewed. And he talked about the price or he talked about the possibility of the vaccine being uh, people having to be charged to get the vaccine. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think that the vaccine should be free or do you think that the vaccine should have a price on it? I mean, there's got to be a price on it, just like otherwise all drugs should be free. And because uh, it's you, like, oh, well, hold this, on. this one. Hold on, though. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. This is not like somebody, you know, this this is a pandemic. This is something that's going and getting people very, very like people are getting sick from this everywhere. It is shutting down the entire world. It is it shut down the entire world. Even if it was for a blip second, it still was shutting down the entire world. We are backtracking as of in eight 18 minutes or so, we are going to be getting an announcement live on TV from somebody, I don't remember who it is, who's going to be telling us how there's going to be new restrictions in St. Louis where we are, where we're, our show is based out of. We are going to be getting some information in regards to why we cannot go and step outside our doors. Now, you're telling me, for all the people that have not made any money, that have, oh, we got a stimulus check, woo, $1,200. You're going to tell me that they're going to tell people, hey, spend X amount of dollars for all your family members and yourself to get vaccinated so that you can go back to work. I say hail to the gnaw. That thing should be free nines and nines. I'm sorry. That should not be free. That should not be uh, charged. We didn't bring this freaking virus to, to America. This virus came to us. Why should we be charged? And why does the big pharma or whoever is putting this together, Bill Gates, why did why do they get to make the monies? No, this thing should be free. That should be free, man. I don't care. That should be free. Well, People are getting sick from it. The government doesn't have the ability to produce it. Wait, the so private companies have to produce it. So you're telling me that the government has enough money? To go and give us stimulus, uh, stimulus money, to go and talk about yeah, another, talk about another wave of stimulus money, but they can't give us free vaccine so that we can all go back to working and so that the economy can be revved back up again. You're telling me that they can't do that yet? They'll go and spend trillions, of, spend out trillions of dollars to everybody, so that everybody can keep their lives afloat with. Very little that very little money that they gave us four months ago, and now they're going to sit there and go, "Oh yeah, so that uh, for you to go back to work, 
for all you food industry people who are handling food, drinks, etc., you have to have this. And all these people who are sitting here struggling on the struggle bus right now, every person that, is, that has been furloughed or off a job, that's on unemployment, maybe not even on, an, on unemployment anymore, and you're going to tell them, hey, you and your family has to go and spend, let's see, let's just say if it is $20, you know what I mean? $20 each person so that you can get vaccinated to go back to work. Nah, we didn't bring this stuff to us. We didn't do this to ourselves. No, I don't, I don't say charge. We should not be charged, period. But comment down below and let me know what you think. Tom, what do you, or Jack, you were going to say something? Go ahead. Uh, I mean, the, the flu vaccine, I mean, it affects the worldwide and people still go up and have to pay for the flu vaccine. And people die from the flu. People, you know, get seriously sick. It shuts down schools. It shuts down businesses when it hits them hard. Um, but we still got to go pay for that. I mean, there's a lot of drugs that are out there that have been studied and researched and developed. But then they find out and they say, yeah, this can cure that. But, you know, we're not going to make enough money on it. That makes it worth our while as a private business to go ahead and do it. So it's either that those businesses have to get some kind of a huge tax break, have a, some kind of benefit given to them in order to produce it for free, or be given a you know, a federal mandate where they have to produce it for, for the entire country. Um, and, but then you get your fighting over, you know, it's not just the vaccine itself. You got to think about the equipment that it takes and then all the people that you have to have go out to be able to, uh, you know, administer the, the shots and the vaccines. I mean, there's so many people in the line of, of, you know, the production and then like the manufacturing of even the vials. I mean, it's a, the syringes and everything else. Uh, big problem is, you know, I don't care if we have to pay 20 bucks for it. I'll go pay 20 bucks for it. If you don't want to pay for it, I'll come pay for yours, Pascal. <laughs> the, um, because, you know, that's that for me, that is um, a small, if, if it was $2,000 for a vaccine shot, then yeah, that'd be a big issue. You also got to remember, this is in numbers, man. This is numbers oh, we're I talking know. about. This is not I just, this is not $2,000 per Two, for 2,000 people in, in a country, you're talking millions and millions and millions yeah. and millions of people. And so $20 adds up, y'all. Like, yeah. so they shouldn't be. This should be something that should be given to the whole world for free. I'm sorry. That's just what I think. I don't think that they can. I, I don't think it's right. I just don't think it's right. You got to pay for Legit. this. We didn't do Logistics this to ourselves, man. We didn't do this to ourselves. Yeah, the logistics for it, though, are impossible to be able to do it without having any... The money has to come from somewhere. Are they going to pay it through taxes or are going to pay it out of your pocket? Oh, you, okay, okay. Uh, before Tom... Hold on, Tom. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> Enemy Nation just asked something, and I think this is a, it's an interesting question. Uh, HIV supposedly came from Africa. Would you pay for, the, for a vaccine uh, for HIV? Yes. Why? Because that is something that is a, a sexually transmitted disease. So if you're going and running around and being crazy and not wrapping it up and you contract that, th I'm sorry. That is, that's you playing Russian roulette with your body. You going outside to a supermarket, washing your hands and wearing a, a mask you go to a supermarket because you need to get your essentials and suddenly you get sick. That's not you playing. Like we are still playing Russian roulette, but we're not being irresponsible, irresponsible with ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like this is not something that you get from going around and just smashing. You going around and smashing or, or putting a needle in your arm to get high. 
an infected needle and you get HIV, yeah, you should pay for that stuff. For sure. You put your body in harm's way. But when you're talking about going to a supermarket to go get food for your family or you're an a, a essential worker and you're, you're working, uh, you know, you're, shoot, man, you're taking the trash out. You know what I'm saying? Or you're, you're picking up trash. You're, you're a garbage man. And you get the COVID from somehow from, from something from a trash can or something like that or trash. Like, come on, man. That's not, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? This, it's just like, <laughs> man, I need to drink this water sh- every day to live. And, you know, but, you know, and I, I need that. I require that. And, you know, that's an essential thing. This is going to be an essential thing for all of our economy to go back, right? Still got to pay for stuff. You know, and again, if you would like for it to be paid for, you can go and move to a country that takes care of your full health care, such as Canada. <laughs> yep. I see your point. I see your point, Jack. I do. I just and think, one of the I ways think, we're going to... Go ahead. Go ahead, Tom. Oh, yeah. One of the ways that we're going to keep these drug prices low is Trump is saying he wants to import cheaper prescription drugs from Canada because Canada has a better health care system than we do and they have lower prescription drug prices. So <laughs> here's our president who is hell-bent on no universal health care, uh, importing drugs from Canada, which has universal health care, because it's cheaper up there. Yeah. It's, uh, you know... And let's not even get into how Cuba has handled the COVID crisis. COVID's basically gone in Cuba. They're exporting their, they're sending their doctors to hot zones now because they aren't needed in Cuba anymore. So, in the, but then it's like you, it makes you wonder what is it that they they did to get it gone, you know? And it can't be because of the heat because it's hot as hell up in this piece, and we still getting it, we still getting it. So what is it? But I don't mm. think that if something that has been put upon us, there should not be a, a that we should not have to pay for it. But that's just that's just me. I understand what you're saying, Jack. Fully, I get it. Then I'm moving to Canada. Montreal is really nice this time of year. But at the same time, mm, I just uh, you know I don't know. That's just that's just me. That's just what I think. We're gonna say Tom. Yeah. Well, I don't think Canada is going to let you in. We're still barred from going there. So. You know what? Stop, <laughs> stop squashing my dreams, Tom. Sorry. Okay. No, I'm just playing. I'm we're, playing. I'm playing. We're definitely playing. the embarrassment of the world on our yeah, COVID we, response. We They're, screwed the pooch you know, hard on this one. Yeah, okay? real bad. So, yeah, we can't really go anywhere. We can say, oh, it'd be nice to go to Canada and get their free, but we can't even travel there for a weekend now. So they're not going to let you move there. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, I'll just sit here and just be grumpy then. I'll just keep, I'll continue doing this show, just being angry at the world. You know, and another thing, and another thing, the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, that's what I'm going to sound like. Flash forward 30 years from now, I'll just be like, another thing. What's up with these kids? These kids have no respect, you know? That'll be my coronavirus post-coronavirus voice, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. You know what the biggest issue is? What's up? Is that a third of the people that have been, like, polled say absolutely not that they will not take a vaccine so like and if they're saying that herd immunity is like the way to go uh we can't achieve a herd immunity if that much of the population will not get vaccinated and so there's a lot of yeah. people that are not cool with it 
And I've noticed there's a, there is a poll out there where it shows like how Republicans are a lot more Republicans are not cool with it, not take not cool with taking the, the vaccine. There are more Democrats that are down for it than Republicans, which I found very interesting as well. And there's a lot of people that still think to this day that they want to put a, a microchip or a nanochip in our bodies, which is something that Bill Gates did talk about as well. And he basically said, no, we're not trying to do that at all. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how could we even, how could I even, no, we're, I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get everybody a vaccine that's going to help them and stop this spread of this virus. That's literally it. Now, they, I, I know that they've already been doing tests already, like, you know, running it on people and everything, like, and I don't know if there's been anything good with it, um, if there's been good results about it. But like I said, like, you know, the first round of vaccines might be guinea pig time. Yeah. It just might be until they get the whole thing right. It's like, you know, you know how it is when the first, when the iPhone 17 comes out. You don't buy it right off the bat. I mean, some people do, but you wait like a month or two so that they could work out the kinks and right. then you go buy the, buy the iPhone. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this vaccine is going to be like that too. First round is going to be a little weird because there's going to be people who are going to just be running for it. Totally understandable. But I feel like there's going to be a lot of side effects that we're going to see. And then they're going to tweak it and tweak it and tweak it until you know, they have something that people aren't really getting, you know, that the, the people are able to have and there's no crazy side effects to it, you know? Right. Like uncontrollable bowels. Um, that, you know. <laughs> yes. At least that's a funny one, you know. It's, yeah. it's a good story. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, lo- I would love to be able to go, I just keep sharting all day. I just don't know why. Yeah. I just, it, you know, once I took this shot, all I do is shart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Can't control your own. But every, everyone does it now, so it's okay. Hey, I'm buying stock in Depends. No, <laughs> can you imagine that? Uh, do you have, do you ever have that problem with your charts? You know what I mean. We got the new edition smart smart diaper for adults, and it even has a pouch for your iPhone. You know what I mean? Hey. Anyway, let's go on into this conversation about the uh, uh, Black Lives Matter uh, protests that are going on. In Portland, Oregon, Tommy Boy, speak on. Yes, uh, well, there, there's starting to be a little bit of a fracture between uh, some of the protest groups in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, these protests have been going on now for I think 60 days, um, and it looked like they were kind of dying down until a couple of weeks ago, until Trump sent in uh, federal troops. But now. Um, now it looks like uh, some of the people that were starting it, like uh, Reverend E.D. Mundane, who is the uh, president of the Portland NAACP, uh, is saying, and this is a quote, he said, our movement has been co-opted and I am angry about it. Once again, the status quo is finding a way to interrupt this revolution, this moment. We have to begin to organize more people to talk about the distractors. These are privileged children of the status quo dancing on the stages that were designed to lift up the voices of people like civil rights leader C.T. Vivian and U.S. Rep. John Lewis, the stages that were built to lift up the voices of justice and equality and inclusion. So 
there are people in Portland now, and we talked about this a little bit last week, mm-hmm. that uh, feel that the the protests going on now, the uh, you know some of the more extreme. You know the the fireworks, the fires, the uh, the the late night violent protests are distracting from, you know, what the message originally was was to stop police brutality, and so yeah, it lo- there looks like there's a little bit of fracturing going on mm-hmm. uh, with some of them. Now, some people are blaming the protesters themselves for that and some are saying that the the protests were beginning to dwindle down that they were dwindling and then trump sent in the federal troops and now the message has changed from black lives matter to get these federal troops out of our city so there are some people that are blaming trump for sending the federal troops and distracting Mm -hmm. from the message and bringing out people to push back the troops and then there are the federal agents and then there are some that are saying you know it's these protesters that just want to go out and cause chaos and havoc so, hmm. <clears throat> yeah, you know, these are the moments when I love being right, um, because I'd said exactly this. I mean, I went on yeah. a little rant. I'm sorry. I was a little passionate about it, but I'm going to keep it straight funky with y'all's. OK, I said. The message, the goal, it's completely blurred. All the stuff that's going on with the yoga girl and the all these things that are going on over there, uh, you know, whether it is with the, with the federal agents being involved with it or not, the focus is gone. The goal that they had in mind is completely gone. So I'm, I'm really surprised that there are people out there that were feeling the exact same way, you know, that are, are sitting here going, no, like the, the focus is off. Like there's no focus anymore the whole reason why we're out here in these streets was for one specific reason. Now that reason is completely gone. Now we got people butt-ass naked doing yoga moves between the protesters and the federal agents. And I understand that there are people who are... I understand what the reason was for behind that and all that. I get what the message was, but it's also kind of turning into a circus. You know, those type of moments are showing how ridiculous... And how out of, out of touch and unfocused the protests have become. And you know for a fact, I'm one of the people all day going, yes, you know, let us protest. Let us demonstrate peacefully. I'm all about that. But now if, the, but now if <laughs> Black Lives Matter protesters are saying exactly what I'm saying right now, says something. Yeah. It also says that I'm right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like the protests start, like, peacefully and with, with speeches from people who are speaking on the issue of police brutality and systemic racism. It sounds like it starts there, and then a lot of those peaceful protesters go home because they know what's going to happen is fire is going to be started, people are going to try and pull the, you know, boards off the courthouse there and try and break down that fence. But, you know, I mean, there, there's blame. There's certainly blame to go around on all fronts here. I mean, it does sound from everything I've heard, it sounds like these protests were beginning to die down, that they were like under 100 people showing up for them. And then Trump sent in the federal agents and they shot some guy in the head with a non-lethal round, caused like brain injury. I think they blinded some people. And so now the focus has changed from 
Black Lives Matter to get these federal agents out of our city. So there's some people saying it's Trump that, you know, this was his, if you want to call it, you know, 3D chess or whatever. Mm. He was trying to break the movement by, you know, sending in these federal agents, knowing that it would uh, distract from the original message. And then there are people that are saying, no, it's these, these kids out there that are burning stuff and throwing stuff at cops and trying to, you know, break down fences and boards. So, uh, you know, there, there are people that are throwing blame all around in every which direction. But mm. it sounds like the people that, have, that originally organized these protests in Oregon against police brutality and systemic racism are trying to get people back on message, trying to get the message back where it was. Yeah. Cause it's just chaos for chaos sake. If I, if, if you don't mind me interjecting there really quick, um, yeah. you know, where they're seeing it, like it's chaos for chaos sake instead of, you know, it, because I get it. There's going to be anarch like people who are out there who just want to have anarchy and, and want to have chaos. But then there's also people out there that are out there demonstrating because they want change. And unfortunately, the people who want anarchy and want chaos are winning. Their message is much more prominent right now than anything else. And that sucks. So I don't know how they can get. I don't know how any organizer of the, you know, any leader of the Black Lives Matter movement in Portland, let's just say for an example. I don't know how they're going to be able to get people back in line. But there needs to be some sort of powwow for sure. They all need to have a come to Jesus moment. And try to reapproach this in a different angle. Because right now, people are just getting hurt. People yeah. are just getting savagely hurt. There's a, in, in Louisville uh, over this past weekend, too, uh, there's a new group called uh, the Not Effing Around Coalition, NFAC. Yeah. Uh, and they descended upon Louisville on Saturday to uh, demand justice for Breonna Taylor. And um, they called. They had about 500 people show up, and they're all dressed in black and carrying uh, like AR-15s. Oh yeah. Uh, so it's a, a, a militia group that has oh, yeah. gone in there. But then there is an anti, or another uh, on the other side, the three percenter militia that also was there. Um, and people are getting very fearful about you know large scale violence occurring at at these protests. Um, and uh, let's see, uh, John Fitzgerald Johnson, also known as the Real Grandmaster Jay, yeah. uh, he leads a self-described militia group, um, and he tells everybody, he says, this ain't no spectator sport. You can come out if you want to. If mm -hmm. you want to watch history, that's cool. But I understand the seriousness of this situation. Yeah, um, these are the same guys that were outside the KKK head headquarters a while mm -hmm. back when I showed that video of them, all men, women, head to toe and all black hanging uh, holding the fully heavy artillery um just strapped to to the gills you know what i'm saying uh ready to uh ready for any type of bs that was coming their way you know um and so i'm not surprised that they are organizing it elsewhere um and they will continue to organize um yeah. <clears throat> like i said until things start to make more sense when they start to yeah. uh, sit down and start talking, that's the thing that we're not having right now. And, well, and, I, keep, group, and I keep saying that, and I'll, I'll keep saying it till I'm blue in the face. You know, go ahead. Yeah, Jack. Well, that Tom, group, Tom. I, I have some issues with that group. Uh, that 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 guy, the Grand Master, mm. has made a slew of anti-Semitic statements 
uh, on Twitter, on his Instagram. Uh, and at that Louisville march over the weekend, I think three members of NFAC were um, injured by an accidental discharge of a firearm among their own members. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I don't, you know. <laughs> I, I'm glad that they're trying to get that stuff, but it's it's mm. too bad that they're led by an anti-Semite. Yeah. But, it's, like I said, it's just, it's a lot of... It's it's <clears throat> there's a lot of there's a lot of peaks and there's a lot of valleys, you know, um, going on here, uh, which is obviously very unfortunate. Um, <clears throat> Tanovane just sent me a, a, a clip. I wanted to show it really quick um, because I think this is good for us to see. This is just a little bit of a uh, part of uh, this is day 51 over at the uh, Portland uh, protests. And I figured it was. Interesting enough to check this out, so give me one second, guys. It's a fairly small clip, but you'll get the gist of it. Man. That is, um, that's some real stuff, y'all. They ain't, they ready. They ready. You know what I'm saying? They are absolutely 110% ready. That's day 51, y'all. 51 days up in this piece, and that's part of it. Uh, shout out to Tanu Vane. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, now, like I said, it's like things are getting the world. The world's getting angry. The country's getting angry. People are starting to, people are starting to talk for show, and they're showing it. They made they make shift and put to, to get together their own sh uh, their own shields and stuff like damn, you know they they ready ready and that's the thing when you see when you bring in like we talked about before and I know this is from a movie but it's being real when you you got you know when you bring in semi automatics and the you know the cops get the bulletproof vest and they get the then they get the the uh uh armor piercing bullets you know what i mean then they you know it, like it just keep anteing up like okay well okay well you know if you if i got shields then we gonna have shields if we got guns then we got guns and it just keeps going and going and going and it's just getting worse and worse now we're seeing also also at the same time like you know i i lied there was one time i opened my phone when i was out of out of town one time that's when i was sitting on the toilet I'm going to be real. And first thing I saw was that a Jeep blazed through a group of protesters hitting a couple protesters. Dude got shot. Dude got shot. And then somebody else shot. Or like He got shot, but then they also blew out his tire by shooting, his, uh, by shooting out his tire. And those things are like... This these moments of violence is the is it's it's getting overwhelming, you know, and we're and we're seeing these things, and it's just just is what it is. What sucks is that it's motivating somebody else to do the exact same thing. Now we're seeing these videos of guys being like, 
you know, they got their whole shields. They put together something, you know, they, they screwed or whatever they have all together. You know what I'm saying? Then you see a woman go and deface Black Lives Matter murals all over New York City. You see a guy blazing down a I-5 in Atlanta, mutilating two people driving through a Black Lives Matter protest on the highway. You know, you see all those things, it motivates other people to do the exact same damn thing. So now that photo or that video that we just saw of those people with shields, those are regular civilians. Those, those weren't army people. That wasn't army. Guarantee none of those guys have any military experience. But they're like, hey, we, we here, we ready. You bringing in these federal agents, we gonna be ready. We might have sticks and stones, but we, and we, got, we might have a cardboard-made shield, but we ready. See what I'm saying? Like, then everybody, that is going to be translating and, and going, and it's going to speak to other people all over the country to the point where there will, this unrest is just going to keep going into a fiery ball. Now, is that a good thing? Or is that a bad thing? So it depends on what side you're on. <laughs> How about the people out there that want peace, want, want justice, but don't want people to die? That don't want to see more casualties? I keep saying, when is it going to be when we actually sit our asses down and have an actual convo, talking with our mouths instead of our fists? When is it going to change? Because obviously the focus is kind of gone now. Man, the focus is so gone right now. You know, so much that I got to pull this video up. One second, guys. <sighs> Man, this one really irked me. Uh, this one I saw this morning and I myself could not believe my own eyes. This was a video caught in a Walmart, <laughs> go figure, of uh, a Minnesota couple wearing a face mask inside of Walmart. But it wasn't any just, it just wasn't any kind of face mask. This was a face mask with the swastika, with a swastika on it. Okay? Now, I need people to understand, like, I'm about to show you this video. It's very, it's, it's messed up. And as much as anybody else thinks, I mean, you know, we, everyone's entitled to their own opinions, to their own feelings about any of this stuff. But you, we can't, we can't sit here and say that what they did in this particular video is right. It is completely wrong. It is messed up. And let's just see it for ourselves. Here we go. You're sick. Yeah, you're sick. You have an illness. You can't be American and wear that mask. You cannot. We literally had a war about this. I kill not. My grandfather. You're wearing a swastika. 
You're sick. You're literally wearing a Nazi flag right now. Yeah, because that's what's going to happen here in America. You're sick. Yeah, you saw You literally had a war about this. The Nazis lost. Wow. Please, don't wear those masks. You we cannot call yourself an American. I'm not a Nazi. Then why are you wearing the mask? Because I'm trying to tell you. You're sick. Turn off the Fox News and wake up. Take off the mask right now. That mask is bull****. It's so incredibly offensive. You're not an American if you wear that mask. We literally had a war about this. Man. Okay. So. Real quick. All right. So, uh, yeah, here it is. Now, the fellas already saw this video, um, you know, because I sent it to you guys this morning because I, I, I was just shocked when I saw it. I was just like, whoa, this is this is this is real. You know, um, <laughs> what what is this? Okay, so here it is. Now, 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 this is the worst kind of situation for any person that is behind Trump. Like, I would hope that Trump is not going to sit there and go, yeah, those, those guys wearing the swastika masks, absolutely, that's, that's exactly what I'm here for. I would hope to God not, right? But this is a bad look because this is the thing. Because I know that there are good people out there that are Trump supporters. There's a lot of good people out there that are Trump supporters. They don't sit there and wear a, a swastika. Why would you wear a swastika, then wear a Trump shirt underneath it? It's just like, ah, you're, you're trying to perpetuate a stereotype of a Trump supporter that, that shouldn't even be out there. It's unfair. And it's messed up. Then on top of that, for you to sit there and have the audacity to be rocking that trash... Like, you, you, you're making a good point? No one's listening to you. We're too busy looking at that on your face. That thing. The hell is bringing that? Bringing some awareness. That's what they're doing, right? Just bringing awareness, they well, said. If you vote I mean, Biden, if you vote Biden, this is what's going to happen to our world. No, you are already in that world. You're creating that world yourself. And we're, we're in Trump era right now. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. Sorry. Uh, Tom, what were you going to say? I mean, you know, they're saying that they were wearing the swastika because they feel like having to wear a mask is like Nazi Germany. I mean, how insulting to the people that died under Nazi rule that wearing a piece of cloth over your face for these people is the same as six million Jews being killed, not to mention the number of people it took to bring down Germany and the other groups that they... I mean, I'm looking at that that cashier at Walmart who's an African-American man. I mean, that guy must have ice water in his veins to sit there and watch two people with swastikas on their face, knowing what they stood for and how they felt about black people. For that guy not to just, you know, take that bottle of bleach it looked like that guy was buying and just dump it all over him. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's un I mean, this is one of those instances where I wish we didn't have cell phone cameras. 
Because now everybody sees this. Like 30 years ago, this would have just been a dumpy white trash couple in Minnesota going and making a fool out of themselves. And it would have been something maybe you heard about, but you didn't see. Now the whole world gets to see this. And I don't know. It's just, it's gross. I mean, it reminds me of that guy that was wearing a Klan outfit. I think it was in Arizona. Yep. The, the, the mask, the hood. He was wearing the yep. hood. Who does that? Yeah. Who does that? I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's times like this, I wish we didn't have cell phones. Because those people don't deserve attention. They're just a dumpy, trashy couple that no one cares about. So, I don't know. It, it's gross. I can't wait until November. <laughs> I just yeah, want man. this to be over. I mean, I imagine <laughs> that, that if these people are working, that they no longer will have jobs. I hope so. Uh, you know, the, these are the moments when I feel like, yeah. Like, this is when I'm, I lean towards the cancel stuff. <laughs> and if they can get canceled, cool. Because this is the type of people that shouldn't be out here spreading any type of anything. You know, uh, I don't like that stuff. It, and that's what's so sad about it, you know. Um, and they think that they have a full right, like their thought and their message they feel is completely and 110% justified. But then on top of that, this is exactly what I was trying to say. You know, there are a lot of Trump supporters out there. There's a lot of people out there that are not Trump supporters and that are hardcore left, hardcore liberal. And then they see something like that and they automatically go, yep, that's what all Trump supporters are like, which is sad because that's not true. It's not true at all. That's a very extreme version. But there are people out there like that that think that they are, it is okay for them to do that kind of stuff. They feel like it's justified. And that's messed up. Absolutely messed up. And they keep thinking, oh, yeah, if, we try, if, we, if you vote Biden this year, this is what's going to happen. But what's funny is that there's more and more people that there are not, they are not alone. Let me just say that. They are definitely not alone in that thought. There's a lot of people think, that think that there is a race war that is coming. There's a lot of people that believe that regardless if there is Biden in office or Trump in office, they just feel like there will be a civil war. Some of these people are banking on it. Some of these people are waiting for this kind of thing to happen. I guarantee you those two people are exactly in that same group. Mm -hmm. And it's sad. I'm telling you, man, I drove out to a place which, you know, I hate to say it like this, but I, I called it MAGA country. It really was. There were Trump flags flying above everywhere. There were people with boats with Trump 2020 flags flapping in the back and all that. And hey, to each their own. It's not going to ruin my time. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean anything. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to enjoy my time. But at the same time, you didn't think that maybe once or twice each day, I wasn't thinking in the back of my head, oh, man, I don't want to die. Oh, man, you know, there's, there's a group of guys staring at us. Because we were like the only black people in the area, you know, and they're, they're talking to each other. And every once in a while, I'm sitting there going, well, we are stronger in numbers. So I ain't leaving my, my people anytime soon. Because if, if I stray off, they might snatch me. They might snatch my sister. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry for saying that, but that, was the, that is the truth. You know what I mean? So... <sighs> Those kind of things, those type of moments right there, give Trump supporters a bad name. And it's unfair. It's not right. Because like I said, there are not 
people out there. There's, there's, there are a few people out there that do this kind of stuff, but it's not the vast majority. And it's unfortunate because they're helping perpetuate the stereotype that is being implemented out there in the media all day long about what a Trump supporter looks like. That is like the ultimate perpetuation, <laughs> uh, uh, if that's even a word, of, of, a, of the stereotype, stereotypical Trump supporter, unfortunately. It's messed up. That's messed up, y'all. Yeah. That, 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 that cashier deserves a big raise for not just punching both those people out. Yeah. I actually felt bad for him more than anything because I was looking yeah, at he him. He deserves a raise. Raise or a paid vacation or something. He didn't say anything. He just kept, he just kept it moving. You know? He needs his job. You know? Yeah. So he ain't yeah. going to stir some ish. But damn. Bruh. Yeah. But those are the things that really, <laughs> those are the things that we see. See, now here's the other thing, though. Like I was just talking about before. You saw the I-9, I-5 uh, car that drove through those, those protesters. Now you're seeing other cars drive through protesters now. There's other accounts like this happening right now as we speak. Over this past weekend, we're seeing you know, uh, people defacing murals. So then it's, it, you know, we see a girl, that woman, uh, Bev, Bevlin uh, Beatty, defacing uh, murals in New York City. So that inspires even more people to do it. Actually, let me go all the way back. The Martinez family couple were the first people to do that in the Bay Area. It inspired her to do so. And then, of course, everybody else started doing the same thing. They started defacing the murals everywhere. They started having these things popping up, right? So what, who's to say that somebody isn't going to be inspired by that act, by wearing a swastika mask, guarantee you there's going to be more popping up here soon. Just wait on it. Just wait on it. Because now it's going to be, it's, now they've normalized it. And there's going to be somebody out there going, damn right. And I'm sorry for making it sound like that. Not all, not all people with southern accents are racist. <laughs> but... Damn right, I'm going to do that same thing. Who's to say? Dude that drove through that, um, that, that, uh, that group right there, and, uh, right behind Jack's head right now. They shot Aurora, him. Colorado. That was in Colorado, and that man got shot. He was shot, and somebody blew out his tires, blew out one of his tires because he's blazing through, and he hit somebody. He hit a protester. It's just getting... It's just escalating bit by bit by bit. Who's to say that somebody wearing a swastika mask gets shot inside of a Walmart? We need to start playing smarter, y'all. We need to start demonstrating. Even the people who are idiots, the idiots that are out there, those, those people with their stupid swastika, they're wishing for somebody to pull up on them. We need to start playing we need to start start being smart about this stuff and tread lightly, y'all. Hmm. It's terrible. Do you have a little bit of information on the new restrictions in St. Louis that have come yes. out? Yes, we do. Go ahead. Speak yeah, on it. Uh, it sounds like uh, the uh, St. Louis County Executive Sam Page announced new restrictions aimed at slowing the spread of COVID-19, including limiting gatherings to no more than 50 people, limiting business occupancy to 25% and closing bars to service past 10 p.m. So I don't think that's not as, uh, not as extreme as I thought it would be. 
Yeah, that's not a, a huge restriction. I yeah. Wait, wait. yeah, I thought it would have been a lot lot more than that. Well, uh, uh, what, uh, okay, so Allison was saying something along the lines of, okay, businesses at 20, 25% now, yep. um, no they more than 50. 50% before. Yeah, no more than 50 can be gathered. Bars but, can't stay open past 10. But also they said that, uh, okay, bars can't stay open until past, uh, until past 10, but at the same time they said that these new restrictions are, aren't going into effect until Friday night? Yep. Why? Why are they waiting until the end of the week, bruh? That means I'm serious. Cases. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, shouldn't this be like, you know, stat? Like, right now? You feel me? Shouldn't it yeah. be right now? Are you serious? You don't wait till Friday? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Why, why, why wait? Have mercy. Yeah. I, I, I really expected it to be a lot more than that. That is... I mean, no, but that's first wave. You got to remember, this is kind of what we did last time. Well, we we didn't wait till the end of the damn week. They just said we got to do this like now. Uh, so th- I think that w- what they're doing is the same thing. We're going backwards. We're doing the same thing what we did last time. They're shutting th- certain things down. They didn't say gyms or bars are closed yet. They just said, hey, we're just going to have to scale back on how much we can go out. And all you kids out there that are trying to kick it and party, yeah, we're not going to be able to do that until you're only going to be able to do that until 10 p.m. You know, it's slowly we're retracting. We're going backwards, but it's not like they're just doing a full stop. And I think they're doing that because they don't want to screw over any people that are finally getting their making their monies, finally having getting their livelihoods back. There's a lot of bartenders and a lot of, you know, servers right now that are just hurting real bad right now. Even so, with the capacity levels and all that that we were doing before, those things went right out the window after like a week. You know, 20, like 50% capacity. <laughs> that, that, some, of these, some of the bars that I've seen, f- packed to the gills. Self-enforced, right? So, I mean, uh, unless you've got an official that's coming and knocking on your door and being like, we're shutting this down or getting massive amount of reports, uh, I mean, it, ra- rack in as much you know, money as you can until you get shut down. Right. And, you know, that's what some of these locations are doing. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. But man, we see a surge in stuff. So, obviously, the people that are not following the rules are not helping to, you know, Reflatten the curve, and um, I, I just don't see this really making. Unless if they're doing full-on shutdowns and cracking down on on places that are breaking the rules, you know, I don't see this making a difference. Yeah, I, I want to point out they said limiting business occupancy to twenty-five percent, but already we're. Restaurants, retail, salons, fitness centers, and places of worship are only allowed to operate at 50%. So it's not like we're saying we're going from 100% to 25%. We're going from 50% to 25%. This isn't going to do anything. Yeah. Because no. yeah. he's, he's still trying to secure the bag. That's well, he's up for election. Ah. Sam Page is up for He's got an August, August what, 6th, something like that, coming up. The primary election where he'll be facing competition. So. Yeah, isn't it August 4th? It's Probably. August 4th, I think. It's August 4th. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's August 4th. But yeah, 
I mean, there, there's a lot of people. I don't know how I know that, but anyway, <laughs> I, knew it was, um, I knew it was early on. No, no, no. But yeah. it is early August. You're right. You're right. Uh, I wasn't trying to be like, well, actually, um, no, um, no, but better to get it right. Don't want people showing up to the polls two days late. Yeah, no kidding. Then they get the then they get the COVID that that way too. Um, no, but does I, I understand that? Yeah, he's probably trying to avoid that from happening. He wants people still to go out and vote so that he can win and he can still keep his spot where he's at. Um, but that's interesting. Uh, B E Atlas. I hope the I'm Beatles. pronouncing. Or the oh good yeah good call. I didn't even see that. Uh, the B E Adels. Uh, anyway, uh, said, here's how POTUS plays the stop hitting yourself game. The Dems masks are so effective that they negate the need for mail in ballots. What are your thoughts, guys? Um, on that statement, on that statement. Well, yeah, sure. If everybody wore them, but that's the problem is that not everybody wears them. So true. And also you're going into an enclosed environment where there's circulated air and you're going to shuffle in thousands of people through these, these polling places with circulated air. So even if you are breathing and you're limiting the amount of your breath that goes out and everybody else is too, if everyone is wearing their mask correctly, but have you ever walked into a store uh, and seen people that are supposed to be wearing their masks? But then they have them around their chin or they have them down below their nose. Uh, so, you know, user error uh, is the problem. So, yes, the masks are effective if you use them right. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. I, I mean. <clears throat> oh, I'm just reading comments here. Um, now, you know, you know, obviously I, I can I can see why maybe Trump could change his mind let's just say, uh, about the masks because he, he needs, he doesn't think the mail-in ballots are going to be effective and he wants everybody to walk in. So he could be going, hey, everybody, wear a mask. Wear a mask. It's a patriotic thing to do because I need you guys to get your butts in there to vote. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that could very well be it, where, why he's changed his tune suddenly. That could very well be it. Solely so he can get the, the, you know, so he can take home the W. Just a thought. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. that'll, that'll be interesting to see how that election turns out and to see if COVID cases drop at all from this. I just yeah. can't imagine. I can't imagine they're going to. This seems, this seems like weak sauce to me. Yeah, it is. It is a little bit of weak sauce. Uh, you know, that's the other thing. Uh, uh, tyrannous. Uh, said, plus, uh, there's no way the voting polls can practice social distancing. I mean, there's ways that they can, but it will just be very, very long lines, like extremely long lines because you're putting, you're, you're keeping six feet away from each other, so on and so on and so on. That line could go, that could wrap around a building 17 times for crying out loud. You know what I mean? Depending on where... Your, where the voting where the voting spot is you know what i mean um so yeah there's a, it's very it's just a very interesting situation you know we all need to vote yes you know whether you are there for biden or trump you know or, or kanye um you, you know you still gotta get in there and uh you know we still gotta go and do what we gotta do you know so you'll see me you'll see me out there 
I don't care. I'll put on a mask. I will wear a hazmat suit if I have to. I don't give a damn. You know, I'm going to make sure that vote is made, you know, but that's just me. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, Walmart, uh, Walmart's handles thousands of customers with masks. Think about it. You know, that's a very good, uh, very good point. Um, Beatles. I'm just going to say Beatles. Uh, also, please comment down below and let us know where you're commenting from your new face, your new name. So welcome to the Pascal show. Thank you so much. But comment down below and let us know where you're commenting from. Um, that is a very good point. We have yet to hear. Oh, knock on wood. Yes, there's a lot of ignorance that's gone viral out of Walmarts. But so far, no one's gotten the virus inside of a Walmart that we know of. Uh. No, but think about it. There has not been a, a, a one news story yet where they've said, oh, somebody con contracted the COVID. Uh, and the last time they were in a Walmart in San Francisco. No. So far, no. Something to think about. Beatles has a point there. Beatles does have a point. Unless they're hiding that stuff. I don't know. But think about it. We have yet to hear anything about a local grocery store, you know, where people have contracted it and then, blah, you know, it's been an outbreak. It's been literally from uh, going out to COVID parties, which is ridiculous, or going to a party, going to a graduation, going to a prom. Like we've heard all those. But we haven't had a, haven't heard anything in regards to that. So that's that's a good point. Let's see. Health District. Walmart failed to report staff COVID-19 cases. Target stores to close Thanksgiving due to COVID-19 pandemic. Following Walmart's advice. I mean, there's people that are already planning for things in the future to happen. Thanksgiving, uh, though. Three, yeah, three days ago, Walmart failed to report staff COVID-19 cases. And then they see how many people come through. I mean, 100% any of these large box stores where you have so many people going to is going to be a place where it's spreading the disease mm. until, and, and especially when they weren't requiring masks to come in. And that wasn't until recent to where in most States it was a suggestion and not a requirement. And they just recently made those changes to where it was a requirement to be able to go in. And even then you see it at the door and people are still walking in without a mask on. True. See it, see it at gas stations. It's posted up in St. Louis. It's required to have a mask on in all public spaces. Yep. And, and and it's on the doors. And people still walk in without a mask on and they still get served. They're not being told to leave. Like it's I've seen some people it, get yeah. turned around. I've seen some people get turned around. Angry as all get out. Um but yeah. I mean I but you I have seen other cases where people just walked in, no masks, no nothing, you know what I'm saying? Um but it really depends on who is working in that Walmart or in that mall that or in that grocery store that cares enough to turn to that person and say, I'm sorry, we can't serve you. You need to go in and get your, your mask, wear your mask. When you come back in, you're more than welcome to do anything you want to hear, but you need to wear a mask. So please leave. But I have yet to see, I have yet to see somebody throw a fit. I've just seen it on social media so far, you know, yeah. I've, I've just only seen that, you know? So you know, but it's true. There's a lot of crazy stuff out there. Even uh, Tyrannus said um, contact tra tracing sucks in my town and he's from Ohio. So what's up, my brother? How you doing? Uh, he said people feel it goes uh, feels it goes against their freedom. And that's true. There's a lot of people who think that or they think that is some communist thing. And, 
it's a dictatorship, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but, you know, like I said, it, it, it helps to a certain extent, you know, it's stopping something. But, yeah, uh, like I said, there's no right answer in regards to. Um, I swear to God, I need to make that a T-shirt. Um, there's no right answers to this situation because. Shoot, you could be the, I've, I've heard so many different stories. You could be the s- safest person on the, on the planet and still get it, you know, and I've seen people who are extremely reckless and they haven't gotten it at all. So you never know, you know, all I can say is that we all just have to be safe and just be smart for ourselves. Whether you think it's some sort of co- way of controlling us. Or anything of that sort, you know. Um, but uh, unfortunately, we got to wrap up the show, y'all. It has been a fun one. I love that we have some new faces, you know. Uh, Be Adels or Beatles, what's up, man? And uh, Tyrannus, I I have. He's been on the show before, but we haven't seen him in a, in a while. So thank you so much, guys, for coming in. Debbie, miss you. I'm happy that you came on today and trolled some people. Thank you. And trolled us even. Um, <laughs> uh, but Jenny H., Tanu Vane, Mr. Super, Enemy Nation. Um, let's see. Who else am I missing here? Uh, Allison Meyer. Um, Ducky Momo. Tanu Vane. John Caitlin. Uh, and thank you also to sending me that email as well. It really, really meant a lot. Um, but of course, uh, I will be on later on this evening at 7 p.m. like I always am, Central Standard Time. So be sure to be on that. Uh, come in and be a part of the show and part of the discussion uh, tonight at 7 p.m. Fellas, Jack, Tom, thank you so much for being on the show today. Yo, mm-hmm. Thanks for having us. See ya. Yes. yes. Man, I, I, li- I like that color on you, Pascal. I'm going to compliment your shirts every day. Every day? Thank you. You know what? I'm going to do, you know, I'll take that. Thank you so much. Thank you. You know, it's a, some new drip. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, but anyway, uh, I'll be on 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, so be sure to be on. And wherever you are, please be safe if you're going to be going out and being a part of any protest of any, of, of any sort. Please be safe. Please do it in a peaceful manner. You know, we all need to get through this craziness so we can talk and live another day in peace and prosperity anyway it's time to get going be good to yourselves be good to one another and i'll see you guys at 7 p.m central standard time this is the pascal show bye